been married uh, in just in our first year. I know what year did it come out? Uh, 2010. So. so just after we got married. We were married in 2009. Nope. 2008. We were married in 2008. One, I, don't, I one, thought we were in Richmond. One point for Patrick. <laughs> You're so bad. Let the record show. <laughs> All right. So we were married in 2008. <laughs> Welcome to the Honesty Policy, Episode 8. I'm Patrick. And I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about honest things. Whatever we're obsessed with, you'll get our honest thoughts. And today, our episode is on movies. Specifically, movies that we think you need to see and why. So, why are we talking about movies? Because part of this equation is obsessed with movies. That would be me. I am obsessed with movies. And I like talking about them. (laughs) I think movies are fine. They're fine. We'll get into that. Okay. See, that's the, the, the fine part of that that makes it not fine. No, it's fine. Sure, sure, sure. No, it's good. Okay, so do you want to start start off? So my history with movies, I feel like has been since the womb. <laughs> um, I, I grew up where movies was a big deal. And it, in fact, it was going to the movies was a big deal. Um, my dad would sort of surprise my brother or I, most of the time it was me, um, with a movie day. And what I mean by a movie day is you go to one or two matinees back to back. And then if you're really fortunate, you go grab McDonald's cheeseburgers and go back in for a seven o'clock movie. Like you wear your comfy pants, you go in all day. We would do this. And it wasn't an every weekend thing, but it was it was a rare treat, but it was still a lot of fun. And we, my family went to the movies a lot. We had stacks of the old VHS tapes of every Disney movie out there and a whole bunch of movies. Then we had, we morphed into getting them in the, v, in the DVDs and we had a ton of DVDs. And, and you all would go <clears throat> on Christmas Day. Yes. It was, I don't, well, it was... I had to have been in middle school, I think, when we started the tradition of going to a movie on Christmas Day. Some family-esque movie. Okay. Not Christmas necessarily themed, <clears throat> but a movie on Christmas Day. And it started also when my aunt and uncle at the time couldn't be with us at Christmas time. We would kind of all go to the same movie at, at Christmas, wherever we were kind of thing. That We did that a couple of years. I don't know exactly why, but <laughs> it was the best. I mean, I I absolutely love a giant screen. I love the feeling of the theater and the sound being all around you. I love, let's be honest, I love the popcorn. It was a struggle. Yet, was it yesterday? Yesterday we went to the movies to get popcorn and not have a soda. Like, I, those go together and I didn't have soda and I was struggling with my water and popcorn. It, it was a struggle. Like several times I was like, okay, is it worth getting back up to get a Coke? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That feels like it's being too over the top. But so the experience, the popcorn, it, there were so many movie experiences. Dressing up and going to the big, where all the fans were at the Lord of the Rings when they first came out. I went to all those and you dressed up. Yeah, I did not a lot, but I had like a 
cape that I criss almost like a bathrobe, like you crisscross in front of you and put a belt on, and I had pointed ears. So I did that for the second, I think it was the second of the Lord of the Rings. I, I did that for, yes, so we had early show, but like dad and I went to a showing with the newest of the Divergent series, which is not even a great series, the the final movie, they had a showing where if you paid extra, and I think it was only like 8 or $10 extra for your ticket, they showed the first two in the theater. You got these VIP lanyards. <laughs> we watched the first two, and then you stayed. You got to come back out. You could go get dinner and come back in for the 7 o'clock evening show. Like, I'm a movie fanatic. I... We own lots of movies because of me. I, I'm a big movie person. And I love the whole spirits. And now that, that movie theaters have uh, reclining seats, it's it's so hard to go back to any other non-recliner seats place. So around here, we have one theater that's... Oh, sorry. Yeah. We have one theater that's... <laughs> I was giving him... Sim- she was giving me... Sig- <laughs> she was silently correcting me. Uh, so that that she wasn't vocally (laughs) correcting me. And I was wrong. Incorrectly correcting me. It's now been recorded. I was wrong. Well, we'll make a timestamp. No, no, no. Uh, We don't need to make a timestamp for this one. Maybe this is the opening No, it shouldn't be the opening. (laughs) Uh, So we have one theater around here that doesn't have reclining seats. It's old school. It is... It's quote unquote the cheap theater. I mean, I mean, and it it is... It's nicer of a cheap theater. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not bad, but it is the, it is the, the experience that we grew up with. There are sticky floors and you're not sure why they're sticky. Yeah. There are seats that you are praying no one tall sits in front of you. Um, These seats are not... Or the ones that don't have, like they don't have support on the bottom. So all of a sudden the seat is... Angled towards the ground because yes. it's broken. Yes. And you, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No uh, cup holders. N- not a cup holder. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I think there are four screens, maybe four or five. Uh, I don't know. How but but it's one. so there, not not a ton of selection. Yeah. yeah. So there is one, and when mm. we t- we have taken the kids there because they do random. I, even in the summers, they do like special deals. It was where, like a Tuesday cheaper, and I mean cheaper. It was like four dollars. Yeah. So it's still not. I mean cheap. Well, when you and I were going to cheap, there's it was a dollar theater. That's what I like mean. it really was. Yeah, this is the upper. But it's hilarious uh, <clears throat> hearing the kids' experience of those <laughs> yeah. theaters because they they go, "What? Where do we? Where do we put our drink? Oh, because you don't have a built-in cup holder. Yeah. No, you put it on the floor. I'm like on the floor, mommy. Yes, on the floor. But but what if I? How do I know it's there? You just, it's a feeling game. You just don't go. Too deep in feeling because you don't want to go to the ground because that's sticky. But why is it sticky? Yeah, oh, well, that there's no question. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, you why just don't worry about it. Yeah, just don't don't. What what? Maybe I'll just hold the drink then. My seat doesn't move. Yeah, nope, it doesn't. It sits right there. <laughs> so back in our day, that was our experience of dollar theaters. Anyway, now that we have this upper level of theater going, I absolutely love it, and I even. Went so much. Some people who listen to this might know about the Movie Pass. Was it called Movie Pass? Yeah, it was. So it was a credit card that you paid once a month, and yeah. I think it was nine dollars a month. Yeah. For this card, and you could see a free movie every day. Yeah. With only paying nine dollars a day, nine dollars a month, and it was Christmas in a card, and I, Dad and I both did it here in Maryland. And I want to say maybe six months we got to do it. And we still didn't do it every day. 
because there's not yeah, every day can't. worth of movies you want to see. Right. But that's the kind of moviegoer I am. Yes, and still uh, present tense. Yes, if they yeah. came back with a movie pass, I would totally get it. Even yeah. though I don't have time to go to the movies <laughs> for right. all the things, I would totally be game. It takes an act of Congress for us to figure out time to go yes. places. But, but still, so the, your experience. Yeah, uh, so my experience would be just about the opposite. Uh, I went to the theater growing up, I think three or four times total, and that's probably generous. I remember, Do you even remember the movies that, they, that you went to see? I remember... Uh, so we went to a movie on a kid's church trip. Uh, so that doesn't really count because not as a family, not as a family. So the only one that I remember going to as a family was because my oldest brother was having a party at our house for his friends. And so I, no, I think it, I think it was like a new year's Eve party. Oh, like, so I had to be gone because, uh, believe it or not, I was somewhat annoying as a little brother. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I Pick your no jaw comment. up off the no table. Comment. Pick it up. It, uh, so one of my parents took me to go see Hook, Robin Williams. Oh, um, interesting. I think just because they assumed it was a Peter Pan thing and, yeah. and... But I, so for me, the movie theater was special and different. We didn't get popcorn or any of that kind of stuff because the prices then were exorbitant. Yeah. They're even more exorbitant yes, now. crazy now. So I'm, you know, uh, but the, um, that was, so movie going for me is in the same category as airline travel. In that it was this exotic, cool, amazing experience. So being on a plane is not something that I did very often growing up. Being in the theater was not something I did very often growing up. So it was this special thing that was a great experience. I don't have an issue with the experience of it. You just didn't get to do it very often. I didn't get to do it very often. So it was not a part. So like you can acknowledge how ridiculous it is, the cost of all of these things. But I have memories at different stages of my life and the theater I was in for that memory and who I was with in those things. I used to collect the ticket stubs with all the different names of the movies you'd been on because I was going to do some sort of, I don't know, some sort of art thing with all my movie ticket stubs. I, I don't have those anymore. But yes, it was a thing. So for you, the the nostalgia of that trumps any logic of... We shouldn't spend five dollars for a sure, soda yeah. or ten dollars for a thing of popcorn. Like that's a crazy yeah, use of our money because we that. have never had a lot of money, but we do that. So uh, when but, you go to a baseball game, you you have to get a a hot dog. Or you a, don't care about baseball though. Like this no, nostalgia. But that's what I'm saying. But there are some people who would go to sure. do it, and you still have to get these things. But the nostalgia for you trumps any sort of logic because of that feeling and specialness and I had none of that so for me I'm much more of an sort of outsider of like no I don't want to spend the money and no I and I look like you kicked my puppy like yeah when we were dating when we were dating we went and saw a movie one weekend uh, because you wanted to and then you know we were working and doing stuff and so the next weekend 
I said, uh, okay, well, what do you want to do? You know, I'm off, you're off. She said, oh, there's another great movie, we should go. And I remember the feeling of like looking at you being like, we just went to movie we last weekend. Just went. What are you? What yeah, are you but even? There's other good movies out. That what we are you talking see. about? No. And the experience is so much better in the theater than watching it, waiting until it comes out on a rental. Did they have? Yeah, they did have rentals yeah. when you and I were still when you started dating. Yeah, because yeah, we've been we, we're old. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so for me, movies, uh, I can take it or leave it. Like it's fine. I mean, it it really is. I enjoy them. I would argue the experience at home is significantly better now. And here's another way for me. It's like airline travel. They have actively made the experience worse at theaters and on airlines. Some of it they can't help. You know, the theater of 9-11 kind of um, the showy security stuff they have to do, which I don't think really helps anything. Um, but some of it, they figured out that they can shrink the seat and they don't have to give you things. And if you're not going to pay a huge amount of money, they're not going to whatever. Um, but the, the theater experience is just significantly worse, I, I believe, in so many ways. And, hmm. uh, and, and so since I don't have that nostalgic attachment to it, I can very easily I mean we've we paid for a very nice TV at our house we and yeah. um we have we are continuing to pay for furniture that is pointed <laughs> at that TV and we can pause it when we have to go potty mm-hmm. and we Got can food right there. We have food right there that doesn't cost I have a heated blanket. You can, that's right. And <laughs> cup uh, holders are plenty. So there's uh the experience to me isn't that different. And in fact <laughs> Uh, so our theater recently, the one we go to recently changed hands. We've talked about this a little bit already of, I believe that the new owners, uh, some sort of implementing some sort of different system, the sound feels louder. It feels like they have cranked up the volume. So we just went to the theater and I implemented my new plan. Very Which, by the way, I don't feel like it does. Now, it's not fair. When the when the trailers are going, I do feel like it's louder for the trailers. But once we get into the movie, I don't notice a difference in the change of sound. That's true. However, you listen to everything at 8 trillion decibels. Uh, so I like to feel my music. Yeah. And apparently I like to feel the movie. I, I can tell when you leave to go to work first. Stop it. You turn on the car outside the house. I gotta have my jams in the car. I mean, like, who rides a car in silence? That's true. That's true. However. How do you get there without music? However. (laughs) You know what? That's a valid point. However, I'm inside the house and I can tell the lyrics of the song you're playing. I can too tell the lyrics of the song you're playing. You can hear a rhythm and you just remember what the song is probably that I'm listening to. That's probably what it is. So Anyway, we digress. So yeah, of course, of course you don't think it's louder because your eardrums aren't bleeding. Mine have never bled. We're fine. Okay, continue. (laughs) So, uh, So new system in place for the movie we just went to. I bought earplugs. And uh, little soft, squishy, disposable ones, mm-hmm. like a pack of twelve. Yep, and uh, Im- used them, and the sound went from "I have to get up and leave" to "This is just one notch too loud with the earplugs." So much more tolerable, much more tolerable, and um, and we'll even talk about it a little. Which bit Which is later. a weird experience. I had to say, with looking over at you, I was so our friends went with us. 
Uh, and I gave him earplugs. Yes. And he was very happy. He's our Thank other old man much. friend that had worries with the sound. And notice the wife didn't have earplugs because she's she and I are like are very much the same. But I'm both of you are sitting on either side of me, uh-huh. so I feel imprisoned that I can't comment to you on like I can't critique. Oh, we should see that movie. Or you're like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I, I look at you and I don't think you've heard me because you've got your heads. You're, but I don't want to talk too loud to get your attention, even though I have something funny to say, because <laughs> I don't want to bother for everybody else around us. So there was this whole little internal dialogue with the ear, with the head, what are they called? Earplugs. They're yeah. earplugs. Yeah. Yep. Those were, those were. So we need to think strategically about seating. We're going to work on sign language. Okay. You and I are going to work on sign Some language. Signals. And, yes. Okay. I'm going to tap, tap you, and that's going to mean to look at me. And then I think you can be able to, even though I talk fast, I think you can read my lips. And I'm nothing. trying to read them right now. <laughs> You're so laughing. Think, yeah. Well, good job. So we're gonna be fine. Okay. So it's gonna we're, be great. we're gonna come up with a, a signal for yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie It'll be conversation. But so that's a little bit of our history on movies specifically. But we have we have offspring who are have opinions about yes movies, and they and have unfortunately been for you, to your side, they are my kiddos on this one. They are both on 100%. my side, hundred percent. Which is great. I but I really am. Uh, I'm often uh, accused by various people of being cold and dead inside. So, we say that lovingly. I mean, it's a loving thing. So I, <laughs> I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but... Uh, no, it's me. It's totally me. <laughs> How can we not go see this movie? It's going to be, I don't know, amazing. we got to go do it. Anyway. I, so the four, I don't care if we can't eat this week. It's fine. The four of us were sitting around, and I casually mentioned, I thought I had before, but I casually mentioned how I just don't enjoy the movies anymore because they're too loud. And it did. You had to me, but I just ignored it. The kids had not heard it. The kids had not heard it. And uh, it really, and all of a sudden, I I think I said it, and I was playing with my phone, and then I look up, and. There's tears. Andy's like, are we never going to the movies again? There were tears, bucket tears. And I. Oh my gosh. I mean, first of all, so I felt two things. One, I felt horrible that I didn't articulate clearly sure. just this yeah. is just something. Secondly, I felt so proud that he still doesn't understand that my opinion he thinks my opinion would have that kind of sway on what we do in this it family. Does. It does uh, have So, like, I was like, it wow. Does have a sway. We what just swayed that? back the way I wanted, but it does sway it for a second. <laughs> dead silence on a podcast is horrible he's making a face at me y'all he's making a face a smiley face but a face you need to talk now okay yeah it's kind of fun though to be silent (laughs) and have you panic with the silence of it i'm not panicked i can feel the space yeah okay so so he really andy really was uh like are we never going to the theater Again? I said, oh, Andy, bud. Made him panic. We had to have a conversation like that. No, we're definitely going to movies. It's just what daddy wants isn't going to happen. So we... um, And our answer was, daddy won't see all the movies in the theater. Because daddy doesn't care about that. But mommy can take us to some movies. Yeah. And... Now I can handle it. Now you can handle with, it with my earplugs. with my earplugs, and I don't care about being an old man. It's totally fine. It's it is doable because it was past the point of me uh, being interested in going. Like now, I don't think our kids have the the movie uh, palette, if you will, or review palette of being able to decipher. Oh, this one was really good and worth seeing in the theaters. Or no, I could wait till that one comes out on. Yeah. I always say that I say video, but it doesn't come out on video, <laughs> on on demand. 
Is that oh, the word terminology? I, I think we would say streaming. Okay, streaming. Come out on streaming because like a streaming like, service. Okay, well, for the, they don't so that we can tape record it. <laughs> yeah, on I'm our... gonna put that on my VCR. <laughs> um, but I they don't have the 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 review knowledge yet to say right now it's still it's still a fun experience they want to be the first ones to see it and they want to see it with the whole experience yeah where i even though i love movies i can judge better now that i'm a refined adult mm-hmm. what's what Go i can, what i can wait to see when it is streaming look at me hippie lingo here Hippie lingo? Hip lingo. I don't know how you say it. (laughs) Hippie lingo? No, it's definitely not hippie lingo. I'm cool, cats. Okay, all right. I'm a cool cat. Okay. But. What is happening? I don't know. We're we're getting off rails. So, movies, it's big for mom. It's big for the kids. And it's so-so for Patrick. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I like them. They're fine. since you've been married to me, Mm -hmm. there have been specific movies that have been really good for us they have so we're not necessarily saying all these movies are the best movies in the world oh yeah yeah we are the the quality of making is not the greatest or no no. what we are saying is these movies all uh speak to a certain time or a certain place or a certain experience that all of these moments were incredibly meaningful for us and as a way to both talk about some of those stories of those experiences, but also share with you, these are movies we have gone back to over and over. Yeah, that we think they're worth you checking out if, if you, you haven't already seen them. Especially if you haven't. This is, some of them are on Netflix, some of them are on Amazon. There's not, we don't have a blockbuster anymore. So even, no. so history of movies, y'all, I was even a manager for Hollywood Video back in the day. If people who know that one, it was it used to be like the knockoff of Blockbuster. That was the big international not international but national known movie rental company and then hollywood video came out and hollywood video i loved they had a wider availability selection when i was renting movies and so so I, uh, more movies to choose yeah from? so okay typically like blockbuster say you had a new movie if when Pretty Woman came out, sure. they would get this new release in a... Back then it was VHS. I only right. think it was DVD. Oh, yeah. But they only have so many in their store. And depending on the size of your store, meaning its customer base and how much it makes a year, would be how many they could get of those new releases in copy yep. form. But that may mean for those of you who are renting, there's 12. So sometimes, even if you got there the day that it came out, it was already gone. And it would take several cycles... To, yeah. to get it on the yeah. Well, with Hollywood Video, because... <clears throat> I don't know why, because... Their stores were always larger in square footage than a Blockbuster. And I don't know how they accomplished that. That was one of the big things we talked about, even as a manager. That we have sometimes double the square footage of space. We would also sell, like, gaming consoles. We had gaming rentals you could rent. The systems... Anyway. But they had more of those new movies out... For you to grab. So if I, in town, when I grew up in either Owensboro, Kentucky, or Bowling Green, Kentucky, both of them had Hollywood Video or Blockbuster. If you're going to choose which one to go to, even if Blockbuster was closer, Hollywood Video had a better shot of us getting the new release of whatever it was out. So anyway, I was a big fan of Hollywood Video, and I was a manager for them 
uh, I want to say it was like eight months when I was a manager. No, it was right at a year. I was doing that in ministry for a little while. So I'm a big movie buff. So the movies we're going to share with you guys are movies that not necessarily aren't new releases, but just have meant something to us. And we'll explain the whys of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, first one is, uh, so we had rented this movie on iTunes um, and we had uh, we had rented this movie on iTunes so that we could watch it on our honeymoon. And we were um, we were deciding that, okay, we had heard this is good. It had people in it that we both recognized and liked from other things yeah. that they had done. And so we had said, okay, this looks like a real winner. And so the first one on our list is the 2007 version of a movie called Death at a Funeral. So there was a later version made that um, isn't what we were talking about. This one is the 2007 one. It's a British one. Uh, It It has Matthew McFadden, Peter Dinklage, Alan Tudyk. I mean, several, several British actors, and, actually, yeah, all of them, I think. Several of like, people. hey, that guy kind of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it hit exactly right for us. On the plane ride to New York City, we are, we have both, we have opened up my laptop. We have both plugged into a headphone splitter. Oh, yeah, man, that takes you back, yeah. So that our wired headphones can both be... In our ears, we're listening. And we're listening. This movie. We're watching this movie. We are loving this movie. This movie, laugh out loud, dying laughing, almost peeing your pants, kind of laughing. We, I, and it is incredible. We thought it was the greatest thing ever. At which point, you, I just happened to look up. We're, we're probably three quarters of the way back on the plane. We're not middle. We're, yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're, we're we're back in the back. And I look up. Like, and you know when you're dying laughing, you kind of like open your eyes and kind of look around you. And there are so many people staring at us, like turned in their seats, not staring at us. Not like, look at that amazing married couple. Oh, no, no. They have an angry face. Yeah. yeah. Because apparently we were laughing so hard out loud, but forgot that nobody else on the plane could hear the movie we're laughing at. We're just two people dying laughing loud with headsets repeatedly on. repeatedly for an em- we go oh my gosh that's hilarious for you know, like, an that embarrassingly kind of thing. long amount yeah, of we, time um, well i'm not even gonna say how, it's not a it's a longer movie but yeah we well and, and it's only an hour and a half long movie which ooh, seems like nothing nowadays yeah but. so we uh i had not looked up and continued to laugh. Y'all can picture it. He's still looking at and he's still dying laughing and I'm staring at all the eyes at me and I'm sort of elbowing and tapping him to the side <laughs> to get his attention. And in the middle of his laughing, he looks, he's like, what? And he pulls the little thing out of his ear and then looks up and he notices the angry eyes as well. Yeah. And one of us goes, sorry. And Patrick just closes his <laughs> laptop and we unplug our <laughs> And I whisper to her, we can watch the rest later. Now, we were on our honeymoon, yeah. and this is not a knock for our honeymoon. This is, we actually flew out the day after we got married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were heading to New York City, yeah. and we weren't getting into New York until like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And so we 
got to a hotel, ordered pizza for our first night in New York, and watched the rest of the movie. And we could do it without our headsets. We could yeah. laugh as much as we wanted to. Exactly. But we, uh, we've gone back to it several times since. Uh, we have shared it with people. Sometimes very, very... It's hit or miss. Sometimes very positive. People went, I can't believe I didn't know this Oh my existed. gosh, I love that movie. Or Sometimes we have sat with people and there was not a single laugh from them the entire Like awkward, time. awkward. Cause yeah. Especially because we shared this story of us dying laughing on the plane and then we're on a honeymoon, all so that stuff. We, so we've now set it up and we're like, hey, this, you want to watch this hilarious this movie? So we've probably seen it, I want to say at least five times. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it it's so funny. Yeah. And you have some of those people who it just doesn't hit. It did, it did not it is a hit. hit. It's hot or cold with, yeah. with some people. So we, we understand for you if this is a cold one, but uh, we we love it. We continue to love it. We continue to think that it was uh, meaningful. And that memory and moment of me looking up and all of these angry eyes staring at me. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I will never, <laughs> ever forget that. So, first movie, Death at a Funeral, the 2007 British version. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Okay. So, second movie. Another movie for Hit Home, especially for us as a couple. We've been married uh, in just in our first year, I think. Now, what year did it come out? Uh, 2010. So. so just after we got married. Couple, we were married in 2009. Nope. 2008. We were married in 2008. One, what, I thought one, we were in Richmond. One point for Patrick. <laughs> You're so bad. Let the record show. <laughs> All right. So we were married in 2008. <laughs> but the movie is called Date Night. It has Steve Carell and Tina Fey in it, and I think other randos probably. Mark that were... Wahlberg. Mark is, Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, we have not seen this movie in a long time. Yeah, and there's lots of actors or actresses that you would go, oh, yeah, yeah, they're in blah, 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 blah. Mark Ruffalo's in it, and James Franco's in it. Kristen <laughs> Wiig is in it. We're looking at IMDb. Props to IMDb, one of my favorite websites. But So, date night. Yes. Absolutely hilarious. Can you believe it's only an hour and 28 minutes long? But... So it uh, ha- it is a much more trying to be realistic kind of view of what a... It's, it's a couple that's been married for at least 15 years. Yeah. They've got kids. Yeah. We should watch it again now. Like, I can't remember the last time we saw it. Yeah, I don't remember either. But, but I, it This would, is another one we've seen multiple times and died laughing it because be, the reality of... Yeah, even then the reality. And that yeah, was... Yeah, we did That's before we had kids. That was, a, that was super... Well, Piper was born in 2009. Yeah, that's true. Point two for Patrick. Stop it. We're not keeping track. <laughs> I know when our children were born. But it it was hilarious because of the the camaraderie or the connection, the chemistry, that's what I'm yeah. looking for, between Tina Fey and Steve Carell was it like they were a married couple and it really, they fit well together. It, as dumb, for all the dumb things that happen in it and the unrealistic yes, unrealistic things, dumb things. The the plot was dumb and unrealistic. The connection between the two of them was written by someone who had been married or yes. was married yeah. because yeah. that was a... It just fit. It was so true. You know, she takes her retainer out and... Not feel her feeling tummy's hurting, so she's not really feeling anything that yeah, evening on the date he, night. He's like, oh, oh. And she goes, oh, no, I can put things back in if yeah, you yeah. want. I can, I, can, I can totally get myself all nice and looking, but... Yeah, mm-mm. so, and it... It's uh, hilarious. And there is... What's the scene that we like? The taxi... The taxi scene is hilarious, okay. but also the boat across the lake. Yes, like, yes. So for anybody who's seen it, you will remember those two. Those and if pieces. you've not, and again, it's 
pee in your pants laughing out loud, especially at the first time you've seen it. I don't know if it still is funny when you've seen it four or five times, but we absolutely loved. So 2010 date night. Date night. Uh, so that's number two on our list. So uh, I think number three, you probably need to. Uh, so I, uh, yes, I can do this one. I grew up with a grandmother who also loved movies. So this is probably why my dad loved movies. My grandmother mm-hmm. loved old musicals. And she was a big fan of Judy Garland, who is also one of my absolute favorites. I've seen every movie that she's ever done. And a lot of them I even own. Um, so I grew up watching older movies, specifically musicals. There was just something happy and wholesome and good. And we'd started showing the kids some of these musicals. Like... Hello, Dolly. My personal favorite favorite was Meet Me in St. Louis. So some of these classic Easter parade. We've seen some of Even those things. Like uh, randomly, uh, what's the one that we just showed them? The like they've seen Sound of Music and Mary Chitty, Poppins. Chitty, bang, Chitty, Chitty, bang, Chitty, Chitty, bang, bang. Yeah, so these, these musicals, I think, was uh, I absolutely loved. And so I wanted to make sure they had seen it. So we decided to show them Singing in the Rain. Now... This is funny because I'd never seen Singing in the Rain, uh, but I had heard about it. And it's a very classic old musical. And I had not just heard about the movie. I had heard from you about the lead actor in the movie. This is a 1952 movie with Gene Kelly. So... It was also a nod to the female in this was Debbie Reynolds, which is the mother of Princess Leia. Um, And Donald O'Connor, some of you who like older movies will love this. But Gene Kelly was my favorite and probably still to this day one of my favorite male actors because of his forearms. Now, the guy is known for dancing, but the dude has some really nice forearms. Now we're going to get you really awkward. You're going to have to put explicit on this one because so? I said Not forearms. for kids. <laughs> so we showed... Stop it. Let me show me his forearms. Okay. <laughs> Singing in the Rain is a funny sort of farcy kind of musical. And you said you had never seen it before. No, never. And we happened to come across HBO Max now had lots of older musicals. Yep. And... We, Piper started watching it. I thought, oh, I'm just going to watch something. I Piper started watching it. You were in the room with us. And then Andy said he wanted to come down and watch it with us. And we sat. It's an hour and 43 minute long movie. And it's wonderful. It's clean. There's nothing bad that the kids can't see. But it's, Other than those forearms. My <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Those, those, are, those are steamy. But there, it was phenomenal at its time. And it. It holds up. It is worth seeing. And if anybody has not gone back to watch some older movies, there's some really good older movies, not just musicals, that are really worth seeing, even though the the quote-unquote movie-making pieces are not as up to par as what they are today. The story is still good. Well, and the... The story is good. There there are some universal stories. You know, um, this makes me think of that other older movie that you really like. This Now, Singing in the Rain has been it restored. Like, it, it doesn't... Yeah, it's digitally remastered it's many sm- times. It's smooth. Yeah. Now, one of the ones that you showed us that is rougher but still good is you can't take it with you. Oh, and that's all black and white. And absolutely... Yeah. And that one's not a musical, but it's got Jimmy Stewart in it. It is 
the cut, the actual physical film of it is rough. It is. Because obviously they don't, it didn't last or, or no. it, whatever, whatever. Well, and ours is a DVD of it. I wonder it, if there's a better, if it's been restored or they found something. It's maybe maybe it's just ours that was bad. So you guys got an extra movie there. So That's right. You so mentioned, this is, we uh, mentioned Sing in the Rain, but this is called You Can't Take It With You with Jimmy Stewart. And it, yeah, here, I can look, I can look that so up. So with this older movie swing, we like pulling some of these oldies out and sharing them with the kids. It's helpful for one, them to see all different form of movie making. I love, but it's bringing parts of my history back in. I have memories of sitting and watching these movies with my mother and with my grandmother um, and watching it and it, it being a fond memory. So you can't take it with you, Jimmy Stewart. And it was a 1938 movie. Two hours and six minutes long. It is so well done. It's kind of uh, a little bit on the It's a Wonderful Life kind of purposefully good. What choices are you making with your... You the know, whole premise is you can't take riches and all these things with you, that people are more important. You know, we've talked in previous episodes about the things that really resonate with us. Some of them, at least the ones with me, but I, I, I would say, think you would say this too. The fundamental attitude of kindness that's yeah. at the core of it. I really think the, the you can't take it with you. I really think this movie resonates with this. It the core of it is fundamentally kind. Now, yes. bad things happen. Bad people do bad things in this movie. Otherwise, but the end is going to end well. But spoiler. The, but, but the, the <laughs> yeah. purpose of what it's making you think and question is good, yeah. and it's a lesson that. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you yeah. can get some of your kids to sit still for a black and white movie, because it takes a little bit to get their attention. And the sound's not great. The sound's not great. Although maybe, again. Maybe they've, again, they've re- we, yeah. we'll look and see. We need but, to look and see. For Frank, so, Frank Capra directed it. So. I mean, it's it's it was Big well deal. known in its day. Yeah. So, Singing in the Rain and a little extra. Bonus. <laughs> you can't take it with you. Both of these are really, really good older movies that we recommend that you guys see. Absolutely. And our last one that we're going to suggest to you guys is one that we have to watch every Christmas. Now, when we get closer to Christmas, we will do a specific episode of uh, Christmas movies that the Devane Christmas movies. Yeah, we have and, to watch Christmas. And the ones that will never be Devane oh, yeah, Christmas yeah. movies. This will be a controversial <laughs> Contro- list. Controversial episode coming up I, later this year. That's right. So be on pins and needles. We need to bring it out probably in October, November, early November before Advent and Christmas time comes. <laughs> that's right. When do, uh, when do they put out Christmas movies? They do it in November, right? Like that's I think the... so. Well, like, you know, you put your Christmas tree out. Most people do it after Thanksgiving. We put it out right before Christmas, Thanksgiving because we're so busy at Christmas, but... It should go out like right after Thanksgiving. Like we'll do our Christmas. You want to do it before then? Oh my gosh, yeah, because our Christmas tree goes up before then. Okay, all right. We'll, this, we'll discuss. This probably feels but... like something we need to decide right now. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. So this is a movie that num- number four or five, depending on how you're counting. This is the movie, one of the movies that we watch that I don't know that I've ever heard anybody It's not in a list for Do very people, people list these? This one? I don't think so. I can't, like... And- and we've never shown this to our kids. It's not. Yeah, our kids are not old this enough. Is a, not because of its rating, but because of its the weight of what is presented in the movie. Yes. So the movie is the 2005 The Family Stone. Now this movie has everybody it, in it. A lot of people you're going to recognize. So 
Dermot Mulrooney, Sarah Jessica Parker, Claire Danes, Diane Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Craig Nelson. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. I mean, some. there's lots of other faces you're going to recognize in the movie, but those are yeah. some big hitters in all, a movie. Just all of those, like, right off the top. Just boom, boom, boom. And it is phenomenal and we have to watch it patrick and i half the time it ends up watching it in our bedroom after the kids have gone to bed so and you're in that christmas overwhelmed so time uh you know we both are ministers december is a very busy time yes so we have to fight to make time and space to watch the things that we want to watch but this is one of those that we fight. I mean, you know, normally once a kid go kids go to bed, you have about a thirty minute window before. Oh, that's being generous. I think it's probably like fifteen minute. Window. I was trying to be nice. Yeah, like yeah. you. But I am snoring. If the yeah. kids are asking questions before at our prayer time at nighttime, it, it is like it's <gasps> night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, so this is this is a priority for you. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going okay. We're doing this. Yeah. So, Family Stone. It is the story of this family and it is all of these different adult children who have gone out into the world and they all come home for christmas they all come home for christmas and they're all at different places they all have different uh challenges going on in their life and they come home to the mom and dad's house and they're um it so we don't sleeping in their old beds yeah they bring their significant others with them they are uh going to the old haunts in town where they're seeing people they went to school with and trying to catch up and there are um just it is it is real i mean yeah. it is real and because it is real there are positive things that happen. There are negative things that happen. There there's funny moments. There's romantic moments. Gut-wrenching yeah. sadness. Yeah. All of it all mixed together in a very realistic way. Like we had talked about before with Date Night, someone who had been married wrote this. Yeah. I would be shocked if it wasn't someone who came from a bigger family. Yeah, I would, I would be shocked Because well. the genuineness of this feels like someone who understands both the noise... Of a big family, yeah, but also the kind of buzz and energy that comes from. They also understand the relationships between different siblings are different, you, yeah, yes. because your siblings are different. Yes, um, so this story specifically happens at Christmas time, so we tend to watch it at Christmas time, but it doesn't have to be watched at Christmas. Right, it's just right. that the, this was the excuse to bring all the kids back to the house was because it was Christmas. And if I could live in a place at Christmas time, it would be this place. It has tons of snow. She has this, the, the mother and father have a quirky kind of big old house. Yeah. I even love Diane Keaton wears this gigantic ring on her finger. And there have been years and I probably have three or four different ring prototypes that I've mockingly put because I want a large ring. Like hers. Like hers. I, I just, so it is... It is funny, it is sad, it is romantic. It's kind of like our generation's It's a Wonderful Life. And what we mean by that is where It's a Wonderful Life came out, it was it my it's my father's favorite movie, specifically at Christmas time, because it not only brings tears to his eyes and make, gives him a kind of a, an excuse to have a good cry, it also has that little moment of reflection of what am I doing, what have I done with my year, and everyone's kind of getting in that coming up to the new year and and in that reflection looking back and then looking forward 
it makes you think, well, for our generation, this movie, for me, makes me pause and makes me look back and look forward, appreciate what I have. And every single time there's a moment in the movie where you grab my hand and I'm in tears and you're in tears and we just squeeze each other's hands because we we know we're in this for the long haul, that we love yes. each other. And this is, we're now building our family together. And we had that sort of sweet little moment that is needed, especially for us at Christmas time. Yes. In all the busyness and all the pomp and circumstance of all the holidays. Yeah. That moment of just connecting with one another. So yeah. it is by far one of our favorite movies, specifically at Christmas time, but really one of our top favorite movies as a couple. The Family Stone. And I don't I don't know, not just on Christmas list, I'm not sure I hear anybody talk about this movie very it much. Wasn't a, it didn't get a big buzz, no. which is weird because it had so many good actors and actresses in it. Well, but, but it, it was a serious movie. At Christmas time. At Christmas time. So I guess that does make sense that it would not be... Um, popcorn kind of thing that some people yeah it has to sit with the right people i mean yeah this is 2005 i don't even know what else came out christmas in 2005 that's like the holiday or some of the other christmasy things but it's worth a time to see it and i would encourage if you need to borrow it we have it in dvd if you're close by (laughs) if you still have a dvd player oh my gosh yeah that's true but (laughs) we can borrow we have a dvd player you can borrow as well (laughs) we're like hollywood video You can't have our game system, though. That's true. Andy would be very He would be very upset, but yes. (laughs) So those are uh, some movies that are specific to us, specific to our story, but we think these movies still hold up. We think they are worth your time and worth seeing. If any of those sound good, uh, we probably own at least most of (laughs) them. If you're local, we could be happy to track you down. If not, uh, lots of the streaming services have them. I would also love to hear what other people's some of their yes. big important movies in their family connected or in their, to their couples. Connected so, to their story. Yeah, in your story, what's yeah. the movies that have stood out for you? So let us know at DevaneWorld at gmail.com. Exactly. We love getting emails from you guys. So let us know what you're watching or you think we need to make sure we see and watch. We would love to be able to see that and to hear that. And um, We will have more movie podcasts in our future. So oh yeah, 100%. We're big on movies. We are big on movies. We love movies. See? Movies Good job. are in what's this word? In credit. Stop. I oh, didn't make okay. you read anything. <laughs> so now we're to our favorite part of the end of our podcast, which is the bees knees. Our talk, bees to, knees. We need to do a little lingo with bees knees at some point. So it's our bees like knees. A jingle? Yeah. Okay, you said lingo. I do that every time. I need we need some sort of little musical thing. Like a little tag. That we, a little that tag we, that we of... click, and then all of a sudden it goes, and it's now it's time for the bees knees, or something like that. You know, and then you know, our friend Emma is really oh, musically. She could, so she could record a little, like, two second. A little tag. Thing. Yes, that would be awesome. And then we that like okay, and this week for bees, that's what we need to do. We're we working need to on this. Get spot. her. Okay. All right. Perfect. I love this. All right, Emma. I know you're. Probably not listening. I don't even uh, know if Emma listens, but... I, she may not even know. But, uh, so, our bees knees are... Every week, we talk about the things that we're really loving, the things that are giving us life, the things that... Bringing us joy or making yeah, life easier, whatever yeah. your jam is. So, that week, that's what it is. So, why don't you start? So, my bees knees for this week is a really cool class that I have... I'm taking. It's called a watercolor essentials class. 
by Andrea Nelson. I found Andrea Nelson through Instagram. She is a started off doing other things in her world. And then I think it was pre-COVID, right before COVID, she dabbled in painting. And now she sells art stuff and she teaches art. And it, it's like my dream job of just being able to doodle and play. And all of her Instagram videos or little posts are teaching a really simple art project to show that we can all have a little bit of art in our life. Well, she offers a $45 watercolors essentials class and you basically get a login and you can see all these digital classes. So I shared it with a friend and she and I have started, we've only done one night. We did it this past Wednesday and it was two hours of just beginner watercolor pieces. I got all the parts and paint and all the things that I needed and she got all the things she needed. And so it, so the nod I I know you know and I you know I know, but there will be people who are not technically gifted. So this is a class that you are you got a password and you are linking to videos that are on your computer. On your computer. You watch okay. it on the website once you've gotten a login into her website and all of their videos are there. And you can look up Andrea Nelson on Instagram. I'm not sure exactly what her specific website is. I go through her Instagram um, link that she has in her bio. Um, But it's a $45 class and you get the rights. However much time it takes you to do the class, you and a friend can sit and do it like my friend and I are doing. But it, I don't get chances to be artistic very much in my world. And that is lifeblood to me. If I can do something artsy, it just fills my cup to the brim and boils over. And so for me, this very first essential, it took two hour. It didn't take two hours. We watched through several of it. Some of the videos are like 10 minutes, but we watched through several of them and then we'd sit and talk or we'd paint a little bit and then we'd do it. And it was just, oh, it was just amazing. And now I want to schedule more time to do more classes. And we still have more to go in. We just scratched the surface of this specific class. So this is a longer thing. It is a longer class. There's several sessions that you would have with the class. But for $45, that's nothing. No, and that's great. And you can stop and start as you need to. The it, <clears throat> the equipment that she requires for you to have is not expensive. It's not complicated. You can be purchased anywhere. Amazon, Michaels, Hobby Lobby, whatever you need. But an Andrea Nelson watercolor essentials class is my bee's knees this week. That's great. So my bee's knees, ironically, uh, is going to be a movie, even after talking about... uh, (laughs) Unless you weren't into movies. Weren't into movies. Uh, We did go to the movie theater. We went and saw the new Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie. And... It just came out on Friday and we saw it on Saturday. So we were hip and cool. Yes, as hip and cool as people who watch Dungeons and Dragons movies are. Hey, we're hip and cool in the nerd community, which is totally our people. That's right. That's right. That's what they say about us. They they do. How right. hip and cool we are. Anyway, the uh, through my earplugs, I was able to hear <laughs> the D&D movie. And uh, I don't... Uh, we watched a thing. We watched a YouTube thing about how some people weren't, didn't, weren't really feeling it, weren't, didn't really like it. But... For me, as someone who DMs and plays Dungeons and Dragons and who understands the culture of it and who gets sort of the inside jokes and and the the frame of it, uh, I thought that it was really good. I thought that it did a very good job of honoring the um, the way that Dungeons and Dragons sort of is. It's silly and campy and fun, which 
It now has a 90% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. All right. So Apparently, in the video that we watched talking about it, it talked about initial reviews. Were not as good. Was not as good. But now people, the right yeah. people are seeing it, I guess. Yeah. The, so, Dungeons & Dragons for me is not um, grim or challenging or sort of like very strict. It is a chance for friends to tell funny stories together. And that is what this movie was. It was... You know, and the preconceived notion about those who play Dungeons & Dragons, all I had ever seen of Dungeons & Dragons was anything that was portrayed on a movie yeah. as a role-playing game. And it looked like complicated where these people would know my person's going to do this trick and blah 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 and I thought I would I don't know any of those things like I would never be able to do that that seems way out of my league and didn't even give it thought the even if you are not a Dungeons and Dragons fan even though you and I both are the movie itself is fun yeah I think so too and um it's especially uh, meaningful when you get some of the nods yeah. or some of the some of the silliness of it um, and understand the spells that they're doing or the char- characters or bad guys or whatever. So I thought it was great fun and I thought it was really interesting and I really enjoyed it. And I wasn't I wasn't sure. You know, the trailer looked good, but how many times have we watched a good trailer? Yeah, and that was that was the good part of the movie. They put it all in the trailer. But well, and you for for me, you make. Dungeons and Dragons worth playing because you don't put so much into the how much do you does your pack weigh for you to be able to like the technicality of Dungeons and Dragons which you've seen on shows yeah loses it for me well, I wouldn't enjoy that some people really love that and that's the it. that's the beauty of Dungeons and Dragons is if you find a group you can find a group of people who do love that and that is what your experience is but I like the story making and the fun and the laughter yeah. and, and this movie specifically kind of leaned into the humor and the precariousness of these band of people to yeah. come in together which yeah. all of them having weird different gifts or not Make, gifts making dumb decisions yes. and doing and then silly having things. to figure out those yeah. pieces 100% it was, it was fun. It was really enjoyable. So it was good. The only thing it was missing was Coke with the popcorn. That's mm, the only thing that was missing mm, in the theater. Well, we could have taken out a second mortgage, so you could have gotten it. <laughs> so I don't know why we didn't. So, All right, friends. Uh, that is our podcast for this week. We, as always, are so grateful for our tens of listeners. And we may even be into 20s, love. Have you checked recently? We may even well, be 20s. but tens is... You know, like a multiple you can do, like multiple groups of 10, right? You can, but 20s... Sounds a, more powerful. It sounds more. It sounds like a bigger number than 10, which You feel is. like we're at 20s now? I don't want to... I feel like more people are listening. For the 20s of you <laughs> who are... You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> You'd barely fit in a school bus now because uh, there's... That's very true. Yeah. I don't even the know how many... Short bus is hard overflowing, but wouldn't you could fit more than 20 kids on it. I, regular I mean, school bus it's been a while since we've been on school not bus. multiples of 20 that's though. true that's very so, true there either way go. there's lots of you people and yes. we are very excited that lots of you are listening as always if you're interested uh, in connecting with us we would love to hear your feedback devaneworld at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of us uh, we are excited about uh, continuing to do this. If you have podcast ideas, which we actually got some this we week. We did. So if you are excited and have podcast ideas, please reach out and let us know. If you have specific feedback, specific movies we need to see, or whatever else you want to share, we would love to hear from you. And also, please share it. If you are finding joy in driving to work and laughing at something that you heard us say, 
share it with a friend. We want to be able to spread more joy. And Absolutely. There are some episodes where we talk about serious things and some we talk about fun things, but hopefully you'll have something you can listen to here. And if you do, share it with others. All right. Thank you very much. We love you guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.